Soundstripe. Can't accept the loss, I'm hard-headed. There's a little bit of madness to my method. Many falling off that fine line that I'm treading. I risk anything to be great, and I'm not letting nobody rob me of my victory. Number one, that's what I'm meant to do. When by any means, only thing that makes sense to me, I can make nice or make history. I got that dog in me. Hello, welcome to Takeoffs and Touchdowns, Machine is Talking Football. This is episode nine for week nine of the 2023. 2024 NFL season. I'm Kevin, and I'm here with Keith and Wade. How you guys doing? I'm doing good, Kevin. Uh, it's the start of the new winter flight schedule here in YYC and the start of the Discover Airlines flight that our Air Canada crew is working here in Calgary. Been a few kinks, but nothing major. How about you, Keith? I'm doing good, Wade. How you doing, Kevin? No complaints on my end. It's been a busy week, but we're getting through it. I got some stuff to wrap up, and then I'm heading down to the harbor for some training. How was your guys' week last week for the pool? Well, I was two and two, and just like the Chiefs, I'm going to shake it off. <laughs> I was two and two as well. You know, I should have known better, right? And I, I called them choke artists last week. My son bought me and him tickets to the game in Buffalo there for my birthday back in June. So we went down there. And I got to tell you, I've never seen a game where, you know, someone dominates the other. And at the end, it ends up being a Hail Mary pass to see who wins the game. The Bills are choke artists. They play down to whoever they play. They dominated that game till you know late in the fourth quarter, and then they let Tampa Bay back into it. And they they are very lucky that that wasn't called pass interference on the final play, because I think Tampa Bay would have won that game. So yeah, I have two and two. That brings me to twenty one and twelve on the season. Our guest last week, Mary McHugh, did a wonderful job. Although her record didn't really reflect it, but her criteria for picking the games I really like. She was one and three, but in our hearts, she's a hundred percent for sure. Well, each week of the NFL season, we have a different guest where we'll talk about what is going on in their world, and then we'll give our picks for the upcoming slate of NFL games. And remember to keep up to date with what's coming up and look at our year-to-date record. Be sure to like our takeoffs and touchdowns Facebook page. I hope you enjoy the episode, and let's get straight into it. We have a very special guest joining us this week, Peter Greenberg, Assistant Director of IM Strategic Resources. How you doing, Peter? I'm doing great. Thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast today. We are honored to have you on, Peter. Considered you're an honorary Canadian, we love having you up here and working with you. Peter, what's going on in your world this week? Well, things are pretty busy down here at the Strategic Resources Department. The fall tends to be our busiest season after, you know, people are done with their summer holidays and suddenly want to run trainings or have negotiations. So we've been very busy. I was out in Vancouver the end of September doing some training for the Allied Universal Security Group and also assisting Todd Haverstock with his Secure Guard negotiations. So that was a great trip. And then next week, I'm off to Las Vegas for Guide Dogs of America and some meetings around that. We've got a lot of training coming up at the Harbor. I'll have Kevin and his group from SAMSIC in Calgary. We've got a bunch of folks from a company called Amentum in Florida which maintains military aircraft. So we've got a lot going on, but we've got a great team here and we're up to the challenge. Nice. Seems like you've been uh, very busy, Peter, providing a lot of resources and support to our members and representatives in the IAM. Do you happen to have a favorite NFL team? You know, 
I don't think that I do, as you guys might know, but the listeners might not. I'm more of a baseball guy with the Baltimore Orioles being my team. So I definitely have a slight affinity for the Ravens because of that. Also, I have a couple good friends who are Minnesota natives. So I have definitely usually pay attention to what's going on with the Vikings. And then last but not least, the Buffalo Bills just always find their enthusiasm and fan base to, to be great. Those might be the top three on my list, but no one has the advantage. Well, you got all your bases covered there. <laughs> we are running a pool through Office Pools and we'll be donating a portion of the proceeds to the Guide Dogs of America. Each week we wanted to put our NFL knowledge to the test and we'll picking games on a rotation. And this week, Kevin will have the first four games, followed by Keith, Peter, and I will be closing out the slate. Looks like you're up, Kevin. All right, let's get right into it. So my slate of games this week, you know, I believe all four games are really going to come down to defense. So the first one I have is Tennessee versus Pittsburgh. With Tannehill out and Will Levi starting, is he going to be up to the task of getting the pressure from uh, Pittsburgh's defensive line? And really what I think it's going to come down to is can the Pittsburgh's defense stop King Henry? I think they do, and I think they cover the spread at two and a half. Next game I have is Kansas City versus Miami. This game is taking place in Germany. Again, another game that I really think is going to come down to defense, and especially the Kansas City's defense. Can they stop that powerful Dolphins offense? And coming off a loss last week, really that they should have never lost. I think it'll be a bounce-back week. Currently, Kansas City's favored by 2.5. I think Andy Reid's going to have his team ready to go, and they'll cover that spread at 2.5. The next game I have is Mini versus Atlanta. We got two new starters for quarterbacks for both teams in this game. So again, how are they going to fare against the defense? I don't have a lot of faith in either of these teams. I think it's going to be the toilet bowl game of the week. But with everything said, Atlanta is currently favored by four and a half. You know, JJ's out, Justin Jefferson for Minnesota. And I think Atlanta is going to be a little bit more prepared for this game than Minnesota will be. So I give the edge to Atlanta, and I'll take them to cover the spread. Last game I got is Arizona versus Cleveland. Cleveland favored by 7.5. You know, we all know what Cleveland's defense is like. Arizona traded away Dobbs this week to Minnesota. So, you know, is Kyler Murray going to start? He's practicing this week. He's had full practices. And everything's pointing towards him starting. And I believe Cleveland, Watson is set to start. But with, even with Murray coming back, I think the rust – after missing so much time and not really being able to take place in, in practices, training camp, be a little too much for Murray against that Cleveland defense. I'll take Cleveland to cover the seven and a half spread. And that's my four. First game I got is the LA Rams versus the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay's favored by two and a half. LA Rams are three and five. Green Bay's two and five. I'm not sure if Matthew Stafford's going to play in this one as he injured his thumb last week against the Dallas Cowboys. But actually, I prefer the Rams D in this one. I'll take the Rams and the two and a half points. Next game I got is Washington versus New England. New England's favored by two and a half. Washington's three and five on the season. New England's two and six. I wonder how Washington reacts after some of the big trades that they made, trading away some superstars. For that reason, and because I like Wade, I'm going to go with the sweater in this one and pick New England by two and a half. Next game I got is Chicago versus New Orleans. Chicago's two and six. New Orleans is four and four. New Orleans is favored by seven and a half. I don't like the seven and a half, but I don't like what Chicago's putting on the field either. So for that reason, I'm going to take New Orleans and the minus seven and a half. Last game I got is Kev's favorite team, Seattle versus Baltimore. 
Seattle's five and two, Baltimore six and two. Baltimore's favored in this one by five and a half. You know, Seattle survived a late scare this past weekend against the Browns, but Lamar and the Baltimore offense are way more powerful than that backup quarterback that they got in Cleveland. For that reason, I'm taking Baltimore by five and a half. That's my picks for the week. You're up, Peter. So interestingly enough, from a union perspective, I have three games. So six teams, five of which are in right-to-work states where members are not compelled to join the union as a condition of employment. As a result, they tend to enjoy lower average wages and benefits in those states. So I thought that that was an interesting choice. And another interesting point is that does not apply to our members in the airline sector. For example, Carolina Panthers of Charlotte, where we have a lot of members working for American Airlines, Houston Texans, home to a big United hub, but I'll just go down them individually and try not to take into account the particular labor laws of their states. In that Carolina Panthers game versus Indianapolis, the Panthers are just hapless this year. They've won one game so far, so I think I will stick with Indianapolis in that one, up two and a half. And then the Raiders versus the Giants is a little more interesting because the Raiders definitely favored performing better than the Giants. But at the same time, right now, they're a little bit rudderless. They just fired their head coach. They appointed an interim head coach, I think, yesterday. They do have some good personnel moves, like running back Josh Jacobs. But at the same time, I think maybe this will be the Giants' time to shine. So I think I'm going to pick them over the Raiders. Last but not least, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Houston Texans. Two teams so far, their records are pretty similar. Might come down to the home advantage for the Texans. Plus, Tampa has two starters out. So I think we'll take the Texans for two and a half on that one. The only team of the six that comes from a state that is not right to work, just so you know, the Giants being, of course, from New York. And I will also point out that Nevada even though Nevada is a right-to-work state, it's a very strong union state thanks to the unions that are involved in the hotels on the Strip, which have developed a huge union movement in the state of Nevada. So that is my take. Thanks, Peter. My first game is the Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles. Dallas is coming off a win against the Rams, and the Eagles are coming off another closer-than-expected uh, win against the Commanders. The Cowboys won the last meeting, but that was in Dallas. This game is in Philly, and the home field will be the difference here, and I think the Eagles will cover the two and a half they're favored by. My next game is the Buffalo Bills at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are currently two and a half point favorites. The line flipped on this game as the Bills originally were one and a half point favorites until last Sunday and the Bengals stomping of the 49ers. The Bills have looked sluggish, and with Joe Burrow rounding into form, I'm picking the Bengals to cover at home this week. My last game is the LA Chargers at the New York Jets. The Chargers are favored by two and a half. The Jets have somehow won three straight games and with the Chargers coming east and a strong Jets D, I feel like the Jets will make it four straight or at a minimum cover the two and a half. And that's my three games for the week. Well, that's it from us this week. Look for our new podcast around the middle of next week. Special thanks to our honorary Canadian and just an all-around great guy, Peter Greenberg, for coming on today's episode. If you're interested in joining our office pool, information can be found at the Takeoffs and Touchdown NFL Pick'em 
Pools Facebook page. It's still not too late to join, and proceeds are going to a great cause, and there are weekly prizes and office bragging rights. With everything pool-related, please play responsibly. We're in no way experts. Check our record. Please don't take our picks to the bank. If you're interested in joining the IMAW, you can contact us through www.imaw.ca. If you're interested in making a difference in someone's life, you can donate to the Guide Dogs of America. It's up on our Facebook page or through their website at www.guidedogsofamerica.org. Top right-hand corner of the website is the donation tab. Special shout-out to G. Smith for our music today. Thanks for the download and thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of Takeoffs and Touchdowns Nation. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll come back for week 10. Be kind. I got that dog in me, yeah. Turn me up. Big energy, got the crowd going up. I got that dog in me, yeah. Any up. I take on anyone. I don't need a one-on-one. I got that dog in me, yeah. I'm talking all bite, no part. I could grip your squad up. I got that dog in me, yeah. So what's up? So what's up?